Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like it's on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Struggle Jennings with us today. He's the grandson of Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter and a certified gold selling artist for his collab with Jelly Roll on Fall in the Fall and number one billboard charting artist for God We Need You Now. He will be releasing his new single, Alligator Boots, featuring Yellow Wolf on November 25th. And we're excited to talk to him about that and yes. then some. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Yeah. You know, I was, always like to start the show out kind of the same way. Probably next year I'll be changing this approach. But yeah, right now it's still, so. you know, last few years been rough for a lot of people with every, all the shutdowns and all that. So how did that affect you? And what did, what did you do to maneuver through that crazy time? Well, it was actually, it was actually great for me because right. I had become so dependent on touring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They shut it down. It forced me to, like you said, maneuver and figure out other avenues, be home with the family a little bit more and also give me time to focus on other businesses. So in 2020, I started Angels and Outlaws as a record label. Wow. I signed four artists um, wow. that I loved and loved their music and believed in, gave me time to help build them as artists as well. Sure. Uh, recorded some great music. God, we need you now. Ended up. Uh, 2021 hitting number one uh, uh, on Billboard for multiple weeks. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I think all in all, 2020 and having that little bit of a uh, break to work gave me, uh, gave me a lot more avenues financially, yeah. you know, and uh, ended up being great, you know, but that that's the key to life is finding uh, the silver lining yeah. and finding the, ways around the obstacles and hurdles and opening new avenues and blazing new trails. You know, like for yeah. us, we launched the show January of 2020. So a couple months uh, yeah. before all that. Mm -hmm. And our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews that first year. It thought it'd be a great foundation. Then as everything started getting shut down, I told Sandy, I was like, you know, this might be the silver lining for us because yeah. now everybody has time. Yeah. And, yeah. and because of that, we ended up doing th over 300 interviews that first year. What, 600 wow. now. And it wouldn't have, and I really believe we would not be here if it weren't for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the key, the turning a negative into a positive. You, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? And you becoming coming from a musical family, this might be a different answer than a lot of people, but I like to go deeper than that. When did it click for you that this could be a career? To be honest, probably 15 years into my career. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I wanted to do it my whole life. I loved writing. Yeah. I loved creating music. Um, so my whole life, I, I was just drawn to music. Music was emotionally and uh, uh, spiritually just grabbed me my whole life. And I started writing poems when I was young and then writing songs as I got older. And uh, I went through phases where I would do music and then I'd, you know, uh, I wouldn't see it all the way through. I'd go back to work and try to balance the two. And uh, I had a pretty, pretty good foundation lead up until um, 2011 when I went to prison. And wow. I went to prison in 2011, did five years. And while I was in there, I had just completely changed my life. I stripped myself all the way down, broke myself all the wow. way down. 
found out what kept getting me in trouble, who I was, who I wanted to be as a man, as a father, as an artist, and really got to assess everything and really reflect and work on myself. Um, I came home, mm -hmm. my children were in foster care. Um, wow. I had a lot of stuff to rebuild and I just took the stance right there. Like, you know what, this is what I want to do with my life. I know that anything yes. is possible with faith mm -hmm. and hard work. So I'm going to yes. stick to my guns. I'm not going to give up. This is going to be what I do. And I've done it. I got custody of all seven of my kids. Wow. Uh, I own a record That's label, awesome. got a gold record, number one record, um, multiple billboard charting records, multiple number one iTunes, um, close to 200 shows a year. Like, Wow. been beyond blessed and uh <laughs> the hard work and the faith just keeps paying off yeah it's like me you know now i've never been to prison but back in the day i was in and out of jail for about a five-year stint in and out yeah no it's not the same but i went well, through I mean, 19 I, years of addiction. you're caught in that cycle it's yep. still the same cycle and i went through 19 years of addictions until yeah. by the grace of god um almost 15 years ago yeah been congratulations so and it was hectic on her because first five years of our marriage, we just crossed 20 years, but the first five years of our marriage, she, I was in the middle of those addictions still. And right. so it was really hectic on her. I'll, you know, by the grace of God, he brought yeah. me to her. <laughs> she stuck it through and, and had your back and look at y'all now. It's yep. amazing. I'm so proud of y'all. It's, it's so beautiful. I'm so blessed to get to hear stories like that, especially with like the message. And, you know, mm -hmm. I lost the mother of my kids to addiction, the father mm -hmm. of my stepkids to addiction, um, multiple family, handfuls of family members and loved ones to uh, overdoses. And wow. um, so it's so heartwarming. You know, I get to hear a lot of times uh, fans and people telling me at shows how my music helped keep them sober, get them sober. And I'll see fans one year and they'll be like, I'm two weeks sober. And then I'll see them three years later at a show and they're like, I'm still sober. You know, so like oh, yeah. that's been such a big part for me as well, you know, to keep me in check and to keep me, give me purpose and, and a responsibility to um, stay straight myself, you know, is, is watching all these people's lives and watching these people uh, fight that fight and yeah. overcome it and use my music as an inspiration or as a tool to help them through those times just continues to motivate me to, you know, not fall back into those same, uh, same dark places. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. speaking of that, that, you know, one of my favorite quotes I've heard, I don't know who said this, but I, I've always loved this, so, said that your obedience to God's calling is tied to someone else's miracle. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. <clears throat> and, that. and that's what you have to remember, because then when you fall out of that obedience, you know that, you know, other people's are on the line and you don't even realize it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I love so that. What keeps you going? Well, we just talked about a lot of uh, the inspiration, you know, the the responsibility, the purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got seven incredible kids, wow. uh, incredible wife, incredible mother, incredible family that, um, you know, they look to me. I'm, I'm the the provider and the the my father died when I was real young. So, you know, I play that that role for my mother and for uh, my little brother and. Mm -hmm. uh, and just you know giving back really is, is one of my 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 driving 
forces is is the fact that i made it through all of this god pulled me through everything that i've been through yeah and you know i, I can't even say second chances you know i've, I've had a hundred of them yeah i had a million of them right yeah so <laughs> but you know being able to give back and 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 tell my story and give my testimony and then watch other people fall in line you know and, and lead them towards a more righteous path and to god and uh, bring them out of that darkness, you know, or, or not me not bring them out, but my music yeah. helped them continue to search for a way, you know, because mm -hmm. all we are is to plant the seeds. It's God that does all yeah. the growth. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's where a lot of people who are trying to grow in God, where they get it wrong, is they feel like they have to be the ones to save their friends. And, yeah. I, always oh, yeah. try to, and I always try to tell them, no, it's your job to plant that seed. Yeah. Let God do the growing. Yeah, I've learned the hard way. Like we really can't save anybody. You know, I've I've done it. With, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've, I've done it with so many family members. Um, I don't want to say this light is driving me crazy. <laughs> I understand. Hold on one second. Sure. Uh, blind is defeating me. Uh, yeah. All the stuff I've been through in life, and I get stumped by a blind. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So where are we at? We're just talking about you know God bring bringing us, and you can't save people. Oh yeah. So like I've tried, you know, I've tried every different. Uh, form of it you know from tough love mm. to just su super supportive um and it's you know lean by example I mean, I've, I've tried all of it and really until somebody can make that decision and is ready for that change there's really nothing we can do because it sounds like it took prison to open that up for you oh 100 yeah the prison was the best thing that ever happened to me for sure Wow. wow. And you hear a lot of people say that. Yeah, because if you go in there and you you take that time to work on yourself, because I, I realized I was watching my whole world outside crumble. I was watching the mother of my kids get addicted to drugs, my children getting mm -hmm. tossed around, you know, going from here and there and not having anywhere to go. And, you know, I'm trying to have friends take money here and do this. And I realized, like, I have no control of what happens out there right now. The yeah. only thing yeah. I have control of is me. Yeah, the only it. thing I can mm -hmm. fix right now is me. Yeah. And the only control that I have is who I am when I come out of these doors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'd always had a super strong uh, relationship with God. My grandmother, Jesse, mm -hmm. and my mother planted those seeds when I was as long as I can remember. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, now, uh, did you have um, a lot, because we've had a lot of people on who had legacy parents and grandparents like you do. Mm -hmm. um, was that an issue too for you where pe people expected you to live up to Waylon? Yeah, to a point. I think it might have been uh, 
a little different for me than a lot of people because of who mm-hmm. Wayman was. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he was an outlaw. So it didn't matter how much <laughs> I messed up. I was didn't matter how much I messed up, I was kind of living up to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, and that was something Wayland said was, you know, don't live in my shadow, you know, mm-hmm. find the light, move into your own light. So wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, for years though, in a lot of relationships, especially in the music business, I didn't tell people that he was my grandfather. And oh, wow. until, you know, it was, um, you know, until it came up. Yeah. yeah. Like Ye- Yellow Wolf tells the story all the time. Me and him were friends for like four months before he found out. And we're riding through Atlanta <laughs> one day. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, where's the jinx? My grandfather. And he like slammed on the brakes. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, I love but that. you know, as an adult and as I became older, uh, I didn't shy away from it. I yeah. embraced yeah. it more because, you know, I mean, that's, that's what he worked for. You know, that's, that's yeah. what he, mm-hmm. that's what he put all that work in for was not so that we could ride on his coattails or, or use his name, but so that we had a foundation to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's never, it makes for great conversation. And, uh, <laughs> But it, it's never, I don't think it's ever like excelled me any. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the music business. Um, but if anything, it does kind of for legacy. It might, I mean, harder. Yeah, it does make it harder a lot of times. So, but, you know, luckily for me, my grandfather was a badass that, uh, that <laughs> yeah. defied all the, all the rules and, um, <laughs> you know, made his own path and stood his ground and what he wanted and, in his music and in his fans and, and uh, how he did things. So, uh, you know, all I got to do is just keep doing what I want to do. <laughs> and, uh, and your way. And yeah. I, in my way. And I'm following his, I'm following in his, uh, his footsteps. Ain't that funny how being an outlaw really is doing it your way. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Outside <laughs> of the box. You know, we've, we've been married just past 20 years and we've always been this 24 seven couple. We're always together. We've always worked together and all that. And so in a way we're outlaw in the marriage thing because people freak out. Like how are y'all together 24 seven? That's who we are. It's your life partner. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I married her to be with her, not apart 90 hours a week. Yeah, really. That's that's beautiful. I'm so proud of y'all. Well, thank you. thank you. You know, a lot of people, they, you know, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get any level within entertainment. I always like to talk about that side of it because I think it's sugarcoated a lot. People mm-hmm. think if you got the talent, you'll make it. But we both know that's not true. If you got the family name, you'll make it. That's not true. So no. tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices. I mean, I, I still haven't made it. I've made it in my own right, you know, yeah. and I. I do really good and I'm, I'm able to not only just provide for my family, but also run a record label and give mm-hmm. four other artists their opportunity to chase their dream. And mm-hmm. I'm able to fund all that, you know, from what I'm doing, because I'm so blessed. And, and in return, I want to bless others as well. But it is it's I don't I don't clock out, you know, um, sometimes I'm on interviews or meetings or in the studio or, you know, uh, it's 24 hours a day minus the four to six hours I can find to catch, catch a nap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you got 30 to 60 day tours where you're out on the road away from your family, you know, and people think that that's all fun and glorious. You're sleeping on a bumpy bus from city to city. You know, I, I'm big on the gym. So I wake up every morning at the gym and I've got a shower and I've got, you know, an interview here in this city. And then I've got meet and greets. And then, you know, I got a little bit of time to myself to get ready and get dressed. And then I got a show and then I've got meet and greets afterwards. And, you know, it's, it's nonstop. It's a, it, it'll beat you up. Um, studio, <laughs> and then you feel like if you do take a break, you will fall back because, yeah. you know, because social media has been a game changer for that. Oh, for sure. And especially with me being an independent artist, you know, I can't rely on a machine like a, of a major label pushing while I'm mm-hmm. getting that break. Like we're, we got to be all hands on deck, the whole team, all the artists, we got to be all hands on deck. We got to work every day. We got to remind yeah. them that we're here and this is what we do. And, you know, and which when your life and your career and what you, you know, is all purpose driven, it makes it a lot easier. And the sacrifices seem less like sacrifices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when you're, when you're purpose driven, but yes. it definitely it's, it's a, it's rough, you know, the, uh, the constant, you know, which I, I love it. Like I never steer away from a picture or an autograph, <laughs> but you know, I, I could be having a horrible day and being sweats and trying to hurry up. And I got 10 minutes to get in and out of Walmart and I get stopped five times <laughs> to take pictures and I can't crack. I can't, I can't, I can't break. I can't break from my smile. I got to make sure every one of those, cause those are the people paying the bill when I get up front. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. because of the fans that I'm even able to to live the life that I live. And so um, but it's it's nonstop. You know, you got to you got to be ready at all times, um, especially when you have music like mine that touches so many people. Yeah, you got to be, prepared mm-hmm. for it. you know, uh, I don't really just have fans. I, I have some fans that just stop me. Hey, I love your music. But most of the time, it's a 20 minute conversation like, listen, this is what I've been through. Your music, you know, changed my life or, or helped me through this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a full time job. Um, and then beyond being an entertainer, running a record label and trying to help. You know, I've got my daughter, Brianna Harness, incredible artist, blues artist. Mm-hmm. I've got Caitlin Curtis, um, who I signed. We had the song God, We Need You Now together in Crusaders. Uh, she's an amazing pop star and also veering into some country next year. Um, I've got JD Huggins, who's an incredible country rock, um, <sighs> Appalachian mountain. You know, he's incredible. He's from the Appalachian. Oh yeah, he, he is too. He's real deal chicken fighting. He's the, he's the, he's the real deal. And then I've got Bonnie Stewart, who's an Americana artist. She's incredible. So I've got these artists that they're also mm-hmm. relying on me, you know, to make sure that um, the studios, you know, the, everything's paid for. They're, you know, studios are booked. They're, you know, the, the distribution companies doing what they're supposed to be doing to maximize um, and give them all the opportunity that we can get them. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not just plus I got a merchandise company um, plus, the, you know, the touring and the 15 <coughs> employees I have for touring. So being able to run all these different businesses and be an artist and <laughs> a lot, it's, yeah, it's nonstop. Now, are you based out of Nashville? Yeah, born and raised. So how's Nashville treated you? As you know, I love Nashville. I love Nashville, the city. I love a lot of people in Nashville. 
Nashville, the industry is tough. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a boys' club. You know, they're, they <laughs> they they uh, they kind of got their own system. They got their yeah. own people. Mm-hmm. You can play ball. Um, I haven't really been in a situation. Haven't had the right situation to really, you know. Um, I'm not going to change who I am. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tone right. anything. I'm not going to tone anything down or water anything <laughs> down. Change the integrity. So, and that's just been my, you know, um, so far that's been yeah. the thing. It's like record labels saying, "Oh, if we'll just tone this down, or if we can change this a little bit." It's like my story is a little too raw and real. Yeah, for me to water down because the next person needs to hear it. Exactly. In its full truth, you know. Um, so yeah, I haven't I haven't had great luck with uh, the industry of Nashville, but I know a lot of them love me, and I you know I got a love a lot of love for a lot of them, and you know maybe one day we'll all get to work together. <laughs> and we're my, actually coming into Nashville tomorrow for a week. We're gonna oh, spend wow. spend the holiday, and then you know my my dad passed away this year, and Sandy's mom passed away this year, so we lost two parents, and you know Thanksgiving's a little like gonna be lonely a little bit for us. <laughs> yeah. So we're Are y'all like, gonna you know be in you what? Y'all gonna be in Nashville for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're gonna be co- come up. We're coming up tomorrow, and then so you're actually the last show for like three weeks for us. Oh wow! We're, com- we're coming up tomorrow, and then we're gonna be leaving to go to Kentucky from Nashville next Wednesday. So we'll be staying there for one week. Oh wow! What what part are y'all staying in? <laughs> well, we we usually st- I think it's the air one of the um, airport hotels. Oh okay. And we you know a little expensive to stay downtown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm out towards Hendersonville, and uh, when we get off here, I'll shoot you my address. Y'all are more than welcome to stop by and get you a plate on Thanksgiving. We can do that. Yeah, we'll have a bunch of people over and uh, just be hanging out. So, because it'll be us and our two kids, our ten year old and our three year old. Oh, that's awesome. We got a we got seven kids here. Oh wow! Don't there'll probably be it. twenty. There'll probably be twenty more running around. <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, we definitely love that. Because um, again, you know. That was one thing about us, you know, we, you know, we wanted to do something different. This, you know, we've been in Nashville four other times this year, but we're like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. Family's gone now. We are the matriarch, I guess you could say, yeah, of the family sure. now. <laughs> and so we're like, you know, Thanksgiving's going to be a little lonely for us. So we're like, you know what? Let's just go to Nashville because that seems, because we're planning on eventually moving to Nashville. It yeah. just feels like home for us. It is. It's, it's home for everybody. It's such a great place. And it's funny. Some people have been there for years. Not, Of course, you're not. But a lot of people who've been there, they don't see what people like Sandy and I see in it. You know, we, yeah. we live in Savannah, Georgia. And, there, and you know, Nashville is just, it's its own character. How is Savannah? My, my daughter is, uh, my 17-year-old daughter, who has an amazing story herself. Um, she is actually uh, looking at Savannah for the design school. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, SCAD. Yeah, SCAD. <clears throat> Savannah um, is one of the cities where, if if you're coming for SCAD, that's great. It's a really great city for people um, who do all different things. Um, for people to live in Savannah, I would say, unless you've got money or you're retiring, Savannah's not a great place for moving up the corporate ladder. There really isn't yeah. a corporate ladder here. I mean, yeah. they call Savannah Slovanna for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it, but it, it, but again, if you like laid backness, you know, because there are a lot of people that they, you know, they want to get away from like Nashville 
um, the hustle and bustle. Savannah's great for that. <laughs> well, we also in Nashville, we got a bunch of little cities right outside that you can slow down in. Yep. And a lot of the little cities reminds me of Savannah, you know. Yeah. We... So I'm up in Hendersonville where like uh, Johnny Cash lived. Ah. And it's it's cool, you know, you have uh, a lot of old money, some new money. So it's like every everybody's just cool and relaxed. Uh, the police do a good job of keeping it nice and safe. Uh, we actually live out on a peninsula. So ah. there's like hundreds of deer that just walk through our yard every day, but we're in a residential neighborhood. And, uh, but we're only 20 minutes from downtown. Oh, wow. So, uh, but it's, you know, it's beautiful. There's a, then there's a few different sides of Nashville that are like that. He invited us to come Thursday. Yeah. Y'all come Thursday and get a plate. I'd love to. Yeah. Bring your kids. Yeah. I'll go do it. Yeah. We'll have a a house full. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah. So, as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, teams never get any love. They don't. That makes makes me so mad. But they get love on our show. So, take a few moments. I get so mad. I see these artists all the time, and they're like, I did this with. No record label, no team, no management. And it's like, yeah, I did it with no record label, but I had a great team. Even yep. even yeah, when it was yeah. only, even when it was only two or three of us, you know. And the team yeah. has grown, of course, over the years. But like, um, that's why, like, I, I went so hard on Zach Brown from the Zach Brown Band when yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 2020 hit, and he fired his whole team two weeks into the quarantine. Wow. Oh, Guys that have been working for him for 15 years, and I was like. Bro, you're a multi multi millionaire. You couldn't yeah. help him out a little bit through a year. I, I, really I paid. Time. I didn't have a bunch of money, but I paid all my guys two hundred dollars a week through the entire year Come of twenty twenty yeah. to make sure that they were okay. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but yeah, team is everything. You know. So tell yeah. us about your team. I got an incredible team. I've got uh, my whole family's my team, of course. You know, um, also. My daughter and her boyfriend, Bernie, uh, they run all the merchandise. Uh, my daughter also has a lip gloss line. Um, oh, wow. And uh, he does his own clothing line, but they run all my merch, touring and uh, online. Um, Sebastian Marbury, who shoots a lot of the videos that you see, he was actually the first person to ever sign me. He had a record label in 2008. And... Uh, through hard times and stuff, he let the record label go. Uh, still stuck by my side. He's the one that helped build the brand while I was in prison. Mm-hmm. He made every post. Um, you know, he's been right right there. You know, he's went from everywhere from record label to manager to, you know, um, content director and business partner. He's just, you know, uh, just about everything I do, he's involved in. Uh, my producer and DJ, DJ Scatterbrains, we... Uh, we make all this music together from every single artist. We got an incredible team of musicians that come in. Um, but Scatterbrains is really the, he's hands down one of the best producers in the world. Cause I mean, we've got five different artists, including myself that are involved in or bending eight to 10 genres, you know, like we're, you know, and, and he's able to maneuver and do his homework and create, and dive in through all these different genres and really, you know, make it all amazing. We got an incredible engineer named Jesse, great mixing and mastering guys. Um, Bonnie Stewart, who is also my Americana artist. Um, 
she does all the administrative stuff. Uh, she makes sure that the distribution companies got what they need when they need it. She makes mm-hmm. sure I'm on the Chris and Sandy show when I'm supposed to be <laughs> on there. <laughs> I just, I just hired on new management, Scott Gaines and Brendan Frazen. They're amazing. Just in the a few months that we've really been locked in, um, they've been working hard and, and, um, really have my best interest at heart. I got an incredible accountant, Nick. I got a great business manager, Kristen, that's, uh, hopefully going to teach me how to save some money. Um, cause right now I just blow through it. Um, <laughs> but, um, and then, you know, my artist, Caitlin Curtis, JD Huggins, you know, they both come in and help write on my album and, and their own stuff. And, um, couldn't do a lot of the music without them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. got a number one record because of Caitlin. Um, oh, well. Not even so much the song is about how hard she went on TikTok with it. Oh, oh okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because TikTok is a game changer. Yeah, that? yeah, and she crushes it on there. She's got 1.5 million. She does a great job. Oh, on yeah. That. Oh, well. And any of your, your artists, if you want to get them um, on the show later, We'd that we, love we would to love have that. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Just line them up. Let's do them all. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to us. Yeah. So. Um, Speaking of teams and family, we have a third co-host, our 10-year-old, that we bring on to ask a few questions. Christopher. Uh, Sandy's going to go get him. I'll get him. Awesome. And and while we're waiting on him, what's next for you? Tell us about the song. I've got got the album Monte Carlo coming out. Um, It'll be out first of next year, April. I've got a single coming out every month until then. Uh, The next one is this Friday, um, Alligator Boots with me and Yellow Wolf, which when the album was going more country, Wolf had just finished up a rock album and uh, we kind of looked at each other in the studio and we're like, let's just remind them what we do. And so we're just rapping. It's front to back, hardcore rapping. That's all it is. And uh, we snapped. It's a, it's a great song. Um, you know, I'm blessed to be able to bring all my band in to use in the studio. I've got an incredible band, uh, incredible drummer, incredible fiddle player. Kareem Thompson, my drummer, he, he does a lot of the studio work with us too. So I got to mention him on the team stuff. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's been great. It's, we got a single coming out every month for me, then coming up with the album. January, I'm recording Waylon and Willie five, me and Jelly Roll's fifth Waylon and Willie together. Um, also, Shooter, my uncle Shooter Jennings is producing an album on me first of the year. Ah. Uh, so we got a few projects coming out next year. Fifty dates with Jelly already confirmed. Wow, so. that is awesome! All right, hi, Sargos. So, what's your favorite foods? Favorite foods? Uh, I love all food, <laughs> but I think my favorite is a really good cooked, good slice of ribeye, mm. medium rare, lightly <laughs> charred. Uh, either that or sushi. I love. I eat sushi five times a week. Because <laughs> what's yours? Mine's pizza. Pizza, yeah. I love pizza too. My uh, my coach is not letting me eat a lot of pizza these days. Which I'm <laughs> <to do that. laughs> I love that. All right, what's your TV show? Favorite TV show right now? I'd say Yellowstone. And what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob, yeah, that's a classic. We all watched that growing up, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That was that was definitely one of my favorites <laughs> back then. What's your favorite movie? Oh, 
I, I love movies. So that's really hard. If you think about like childhood, I'd say the Goonies. Um, right. Most recent, I love the way that they did the new Top Gun Maverick. I think they did it so perfect and it brought back so many memories from the 80s and from my childhood. So newer movie, I'd say Top Gun Maverick. Older movie, anything from the 80s, but specifically the Goonies was one of my favorites. That was good. What's yours? Mine's the Minions. Oh, the Minions. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> yeah, and our little one, our three-year-old, I guess she'll be, she'll be four in February, so almost four-year-old. She, if, we, if we're walking in the mall and there's a Minion in a store, we have to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. He's good at this. Yeah, he well, he wants to do his own show next year, so we're, oh, we're yeah, gonna be um, awesome. work on that with him. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you could co-write with anyone, who would it be? That's a tough one. There's so many great writers, and I, I pride myself on being a uh, a writer first more than anything and uh i love i've, I've been listening to a lot of tyler childress lately mm, i God. love his writing i love his style of writing um chris stapleton is yeah. probably one of my favorite writers that i would love to work with um i already got to work with aaron lewis but i'd love to work with him again because uh, we really struck it off. Yeah. We, yeah. We, the struggle is real. Ended up being an incredible song. And that was me, him and yellow wolf wrote that together. Um, I love that tie in. The struggle is real, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was Aaron's idea. I wouldn't have <laughs> thought about it because it's kind of too cliche, but yeah. he was like, got to do it. And it worked out perfect. It's wow. been an incredible song. And I'm, I'm blessed, man. I've got such a great team of writers, like, you know, between me and, uh, my daughter Brianna and Caitlin Curtis and JD Huggins and uh, my mother comes in and co-writes sometimes with us. Um, oh, wow. And then when me and Jelly work together, you know, we co-write. Uh, me and Yellow Wolf co-write a lot of stuff together. So, uh, and then of course Scatterbrains um, and a few of the musicians that we use come in to write the music. And uh, I've got I've got blessed to have some of the most incredible writers and artists and musicians that I get to work with a lot. Love that. So if, if you could bring back anybody from the past who's passed on to write with you for one day, who would it be? Oh, come on. You know, I got to say Waylon. Well, outside of Waylon. Outside of Waylon. Um, you know what? It would probably be my favorite rapper, Tupac. Uh, oh, yeah, that would be a good a one. Man. He's so prolific and so um, I loved his. He was ahead his, of his time, wasn't he? Oh, so ahead of his time. If he was out now, there wouldn't even be any competition. There still isn't. <laughs> um, so prolific and so so sharp and so precise. Um, he just he knew how to say it and how to make you feel it, you know. And that's what I love, and that's what you I strive feel every for every time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So where do you want to be in five years? A um, couple steps ahead of where I'm at now. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm just plugging away and, and moving. And I've got a lot. Of, I've got five-year goals, 10-year goals. Um, uh, you know, I have to find that balance of uh, yeah. staying hungry, but also being super grateful for where I'm at and um, not becoming complacent 
because, you know, God has really blessed me and the hard work keeps paying off. So, you know, the goal is, is really for angels and outlaws as a record label um, to be able to compete with the majors and not just be an independent and be able to give my artist the platform and be able to give them all the opportunities that artists have that are on major labels. Um, I'd love to be um, a few steps bigger than what I am now and, and just keep working. You know, I'd like to be in amphitheaters. Of course, the bigger the stage, the more people that get my message. Exactly. I don't really care about the fame. It's, it's purpose over popularity with me. So, you know, five or 5,000, five or 50,000. Doesn't matter how many people's in the room, as long as somebody's lives get in touch. But of course, having purpose, you know, I'd rather it be 50,000 people hearing my message. <laughs> five. Exactly. Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, just, you know, I want to be a few steps ahead of where I'm at now and just still working. So let's look 15 years down the road. Let's say you are a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you're there. What do you hope you never forget along that journey? The people that were here right now, Wow, you know, because a, a lot of times um, I, I know I'm not going to forget what I've been through. Uh, <laughs> I'm reminded of it daily, you know. Uh, and I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget what it took to get here. I don't want to lose the hunger. Yeah, I don't want to lose. I don't I don't want to lose that fire and that flame and that passion, which you know, when you're moving in purpose again, a lot of times, you know, you're always looking to create something larger than yourself, you, you know, um, and being willing to take the back seat for the greater good of the ones around you. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I want to, I don't want to lose sight. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to let anything distort my view. And I don't want to forget all the people that have that helped me get to where I'm at. Cause I know that happens to a lot of people. Because a lot of times when an artist rises, they change teams. Yeah. And sometimes it's because the teams can't grow with them. Sometimes uh, people start, people start to get entitled. They start Mm -hmm. to feel Mm -hmm. like um, they, they deserve more than what they're given. And a lot of times that's not true. A lot of times, well, not that they don't deserve it, but you know, Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people on my team that I wish I could pay a hefty salary. I don't have it yet, you know, and they may yeah. see what I'm, they may see what I make or hear a number of about round about what I make a month. And maybe they don't understand that, but they don't also know what all goes in. All the expenses, right. all yeah. the expenses, you know, because <laughs> yeah, gross, I live gross off, many times is gross, live, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I live off of about 15% of what I make. The rest of it goes right back into the company. Right back into the other artists, right back into building this and keeping the fire going, you know. Um, But then you have some that, you know, they they um, they're loyal and they work and they play their position. And, you know, those are the ones that, you know, I hope that I have around for the whole for the whole long ride. Yeah. Awesome. And what inspires you? I think what inspires me the most is the inspiration um, from the fans, from the people who reach out and say, hey, your music helps me every day. Your help music got me through this. Your music, um, you know, changed my life or, or helped me 
uh, know that I can make it too. And hearing their stories of strength and hope and hearing their, um, their sobriety stories or, you know, maybe they were going through a bad divorce and got back with their wife or they hadn't seen their kids and they rebuilt those relationships, whatever their struggles have been hearing them overcome that is what keeps my fire burning. It's what keeps me inspired to know that I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be. Um, Yes. And that that there's some meaning behind it, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. What would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Um, I think that I just, that I never gave up and I loved everybody in my life more than I love myself. You know, that I, I truly want to see everybody succeed and excel. And I want to see everybody, even, even people that I don't get along with anymore. I wish them the best. Mm-hmm. And I hope. I want to see them all have success stories, you know? Yeah. Um, yes. And I, I, you know, I split my last hundred dollar bill you know, to, with anybody that needed it. <laughs> awesome. so. Yeah. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I love y'all and thank y'all so much. Y'all have held me down through some tough times. Wow. Some of y'all are new and you're just, you're just getting here, but it doesn't matter if you've been rocking with me 15 years or you've been here for 15 minutes. Thank you. I love you. It's going to be a crazy ride. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to let you down. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep putting out incredible music. My artists are going to keep putting out incredible music and we're just getting started. And, you know, I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much. Uh, Y'all have truly blessed my life and given me a purpose. Love that. So as we close out here, what advice would you give that person that wants to do what you do? Don't give up. Absolutely. Do not give up. Do what is true to yourself. Do what feels right to you. And just keep working. Have faith and hard work. That's really all it takes. Is if you believe and you believe in yourself and you work your ass off and you don't accept no for an answer, you don't use the word can't, you don't um, stop. The, the only way to lose a game is if you quit playing. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's funny what you said about don't accept no. Um, I, I remember one of the guests that we got on the show I e I wanted him so bad. I emailed the manager every month, because yeah. you never know when it's going to open back up. And it was always a no, and it was always a no. And finally, the manager's like, "Look, I know you say you would like thirty to forty-five minutes. Um, that's what average show." He was like, um, "He's, but I can't give you that." He says, if, "Even if I could give you." A time with him, it would it could only be five or ten minutes. I was like, well, yeah. we'll take ten minutes. And so we, so if, if I wouldn't been consistent, we wouldn't have got him on the show. Uh, that's awesome. <clears throat> so tell everybody how they can find you. Uh, I'm on Instagram at I am Struggle. Um, uh, on Twitter at, at Young Struggle. Facebook Struggle Jennings. YouTube Struggle Jennings. Um, and if you forget any of that, just Google Struggle Jennings. Exactly. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today and we definitely look forward to meeting you on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. You have a great day. All right. Sounds good. Bye.